Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, the co-founder of Divizio, the all-new affiliate network for companies doing good at D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com. And I have Andrea Adams-Miller from the Red Carpet Connection. Hello, Andrea. She's my co-host and executive show producer. How are you? I'm wonderful. Uh And I cannot believe we have the guests that we have today. You know we know one another, right? Yes. Well, I did not know that, and I only introduced you and Gina to her. So, <laughs> so that's, that's so fun. too I'm funny. So excited. Well, she's a graduate of the JV her. University, and she's also been through the Directions University Bachelor's Program as well. We've known one another for years. She's one of my mentees. How True. exciting is this? So let's <laughs> reveal who the secret mentee is. It's my friend Lynn Sanders. She's the founder and creative story mentor at Difference Makers Media. And Lynn has been in the business of making a difference for over 30 years. She's an award-winning writer, author, strategic attack, attraction consultant, speaker, and media host of The Difference Makers. She also empowers business leaders and nonprofit organizations to achieve success through creating, telling, and sharing their stories. Very exciting to have her on today. And she's also on because she's going to be talking about a transformational story that she published because of her friend, Roland Takioka. And uh, so I will let her talk about that, though. So, Lynn, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you already know Gina Gaudio Grace. So this is so fun. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be with both of you, some two special people. Thank you. So nice to hear your voice again, Lynn. How have you been? Good, good. Very busy and uh, uh, very exciting different things happening here, especially with this book. Well, you'll have to tell us all about them. Yes, I would love to. So whatever you'd like to ask me, I'm happy to share, you know, with your listeners. Andrea, I'll let you take the lead at the beginning, and I'll jump in in a little bit. Okay. So. Um, I had told the listeners that we will be talking about Roland's story today, Um, but in order to talk about Roland's story, it's really important to talk about you because if it weren't for meeting Roland, this never would have happened. So tell us about Difference Makers Media and uh, your television show and everything that you were doing, and, and then we'll branch that into how you even met Roland to begin with. Sure. Thank you, Andrea. Well, I've had my difference, Difference Makers Media has been around for about, I don't know, five years, but prior to that, it had another name. So I've been in business more than 30 years, which the title of my company was originally Park Avenue Productions and then Park Avenue Marketing. And then I realized that my focus really was on difference makers, people who are passionate about social 
justice and positive change in the world. So I changed my company's name and focus and have been working very hard and working with difference makers, both entrepreneurs, small business owners, nonprofit organizations who are all about positive change. And as a result of all that, since I had a background in writing and also in speaking, um, I learned how to create what um, called video programs online through a business leader who some of you may have heard of, Alex Mondozian. I was actually one of the award winners of his um, Hangout Marketing Challenge a number of years ago where you learn to create your own Google Hangout on air. Unfortunately, Google Hangouts on air you know, is not as robust as it used to be, and people are using other frameworks to share their stories online. But I learned an enormous amount And so I started creating my own online show, The Difference Makers, and I was interviewing all different business leaders from around the world, having a great time, and it just so happened in 2014, I was interviewing a man who I had met at a program, uh, a man named Dale Spencer, who's a speaker and who's disabled, but helps people learn how to overcome disabilities and live to their highest, you know, potential. And it just so happened that as I was online interviewing him, a uh, complete stranger you know, happened to be listening, Roland Takaoka, who I'd never met before, but he also was working from his wheelchair, and you know, no one you know, that I knew of knew him, but he just sent me a, a message, you know, can I speak with you? I really loved your show. And so we had a connection online. He lived in California, and I'm in Illinois, and it was like instant friendship. You know, when you meet someone, you just feel these great positive vibes. I think all some of you must feel that at some time or other with somebody you meet. Um, and it was like I had met a soul brother. So Roland um, had reinvented himself after his third stroke, and he was a web consultant. A uh, He started becoming his own video host, and he offered to help me on my shows because the shows were primarily live streams. And live streaming, for those of you who don't know it, would mean that the show is broadcast live like this, but people can type in questions or comments during the show because it's a video show, and then you can respond to those comments. But it's very hard to be interviewing someone and continually have to look at the screen to see what comments people are giving. So Roland was what's called my wingman, and he did this for free where he would monitor the common stream and we would know I would he would like just you know nod or um you know put his hand up in the air and I would know that we would take a pause during the interview and we would listen to people's comments that Roland would you know deliver because he would read the comments and we would answer them and in addition he also helped coach people before my show in how the background would look and how their sound was and how their visuals came off. So he gave them a prep session before every program. It was about 30 minutes to an hour, and then we would interview people. Initially it was for an hour, and it became a half an hour. Uh, Roland also created a website for me. I I ended up paying him, but he never asked for money. Um, I had created a children's book based on a true friendship story between a man and a rare bird that led to helping the whooping crane survive extinction. And that book is called Dancing with Tex, The Remarkable Friendship to Save the Whooping Cranes. That's T-E-X. And that book won an award from the Illinois Conservation Foundation. So Roland 
created a website, dancingwithtext.com. He helped me with finalizing my own website, differencemakersmedia.com. And in addition, he was just like this shining light to everyone he met. He created the Saturday Morning Marketing Smart panel of people who would give for free advice on how to be an effective marketer. And he created a positivity show to help people feel inspired. And then, um, besides helping me, he mentored a man named Aaron Avila, who has created a show called Stroke TV. And initially, Aaron Avila and Roland worked together. And um, and since that time, you know, unfortunately, Roland suddenly passed away, August twenty third, two thousand eighteen, and um, it was quite a shock. You know, just out of the blue, I just figured he would always be around. And in fact, I was always so impressed by him that I did two interviews of him, which I treasure now, and I'll be happy to share the links with your listeners. But um, Roland was just a dynamic, positive force, and he talked a lot to people about the power of the law of attraction, that whatever you focus on, you track more of. And he realized through his experiences in the hospital and rehab and at home after his third stroke that no matter what his disability, he could always choose his thoughts, and he chose to think positive, and his favorite expression was expand in joy, expand in joy. And this is from a man who no one, most people never knew this, but he was paralyzed on his entire right side. So he operated from behind the computer on the screen with just his left side being able to move. But no one knew it because he was so well-spoken, and he, before having that third stroke, he had been a DJ. He had been a guitarist in a band. He played racquetball, but he reinvented his life and was happy. And he used to say, I'm the happiest person you'll ever meet. So, um, you know, having this kind of a shock happen, like shock waves, when we suddenly heard he had a fourth stroke and it didn't look good, um, I didn't want to tell everyone you know, his whole circle, that it didn't look good. But I thought, because I also believe in the power of energy, that if we all could send a prayer at the same time, maybe that might help. So I made a few connections and calls, and we contacted people all around the world, believe it or not, in a day, because everyone shared the, the news that Roland had a stroke, and he was serious, he was in the hospital. So we created a Get Well Roland Takaoka show in one day, and we had people from Hawaii and from Canada and Belize and Australia. Um, only t- only 10 feet people at a time can fit on a Google Hangout on air, but we would have all 10 slots filled, people sharing their thoughts. And um, the very next day, I just had a very bad feeling in my heart because um, I knew it was so serious, and he passed that next day. So I heard about it on a Tuesday. We did the show Wednesday. And Thursday he passed away, and then I, I realized that he had sent me his memoir during our time together, and I had started reading it and loved it, but I had put it down and never finished it. So I thought, I've got to read this book. This is this is his treasure right there for me. And I, I read it like in a day, and it was just so inspiring, and it made me feel so good. And in certain parts of the book, I just laughed out loud. And this is from a man who had written this book after his third stroke. So I thought, I have to publish this book. 
And, and Roland has a wife named Barbara Peters, who's a lovely, wonderful woman, and she's working hard just to keep going. And, and she doesn't really have the means to publish a book or the knowledge. And she told me that Roland really wanted to publish this book to help stroke survivors gain support and realize they're not alone and to feel inspired that they could live their lives fully. So the book was originally titled Adventures in Rehab, and I shared it with a number of friends before getting to this stage of publishing, and one of them said, you know, this book is more than just Adventures in Rehab. It's really Roland's story, his, his, his adventures in the hospital, in rehab, at home, and his realizations about life. So I retitled the book Roland's Story, Inspired by a Stroke, and then there's a another subtitle, A Memoir of Hope, Healing, and Transformation. And that's really capturing the essence of this book. And there's a beautiful picture on the cover that is a picture I actually took during one of our visits to see Roland and his wife in California, which was in May of 2018. And then the graphic artist who did the cover made a different background of a kind of a blurred-out rehab center. So it looks like Roland and his wife are posed in front of the rehab center, but it was actually in front of a of a mission in California, and that mission actually was the same place that Roland and Barbara had gone out on their first date, and that was where we went with them the last time I saw him. Um, so I, and there's a lot to say, but I know Roland's spirit's here with us right now. I could just feel it, and um, if you don't mind my saying one more thing that was just so special a lot, a lot of this is in, there's a lot in this book. Um, besides Roland's story, I, I wrote a preface, and I interviewed his wife, Barbara, for an epilogue. I included a resource section for stroke survivors or families and anyone facing physical challenges to, to, excuse me, to get feeling better. But, um, but I'd like just to share with all of you something that happened after he suddenly passed away. Is that Okay. Of course it is, please. Because yeah, I know I'm going on. But this is, you know, some of you listening may be thinking, you know, it's nice that she's publishing this book. But this book is more than just an ordinary book because it has a philosophy that is so true, this law of attraction that whatever we focus on, we attract more of. And Roland was not afraid of death. You know, he talked about it. I think when you face death several times as having a stroke, you're not afraid of it anymore because, you know, it's just a part of life. And Roland and I both believe in the spirit living on. So that Thursday, August 23rd, which happens to be my older son's birthday, and when he called, I didn't even remember his birthday because I was so focused on Roland. Um, that day, I, I just had a feeling that was he was going to pass over. But, um, you know, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to acknowledge it. And I happened to be substituting in my husband's dental office at the front desk that day. And I went at around noon, I went to the post office. I mean, this sounds kind of silly. And I turned on the radio and I hear this music, the party's over. And, I, and I'm thinking, no, don't, don't say those words. You know, it was like I, I knew it was like a little message. I come into back into my husband's office and I get a text from his wife. You know, I'm so sorry, but Roland passed away. And, and very peacefully, and, and I just, of course, broke down. I just couldn't, you know, handle it. So my husband gently, you know, led me out the door. He said, I think you need to leave and take your time. 
And so I just drove to a very dear friend's home to cry because I, I just had to go somewhere. And uh, my friend's name is Polly. And I went to her home, was crying, and, and I thought I should just call my husband to tell him I'm okay. And she doesn't have good cell phone reception in her home. So I went to sit outside on the front stoop of her home, and I picked up the cell phone, and it happened to ring. My husband called me before I could even call him. So I'm holding the phone with my right hand. And in my left hand, it looked like I had something black on my wrist, and I I didn't know what it was. So I kind of, kind of craned my neck over to look what's on my left wrist, and it was a black butterfly with a gold stripe just sitting on my wrist. I have never had that. Ex- I'm getting goosebumps now. I know I've never had that experience ever, and it just sat there for like a minute or two. I didn't want to move my hand because I knew it was Roland. It was his spirit. Um, and eventually, and it flew off, but I knew. And years ago, when I used to work at a commercial music house, the composer um, I worked with used to say, when you get goosebumps, that's a sign. Like That's a sign that everything is, you know, it really is right. And, and it's also a sign that you're getting a message, you know. And I, so I know, and I've had other situations like this before, I know that his spirit's alive and he wants this book to be out and it's my honor to carry on and spread his legacy. So that's well, a little that's... bit about Roland and me. Quite amazing, uh, you know, story for all of that to happen and what a great, you know, uh, situation for that to happen with, you know, that on your wrist, you know, and to have that cool situation occur. So, so many things like that, you know, really uh, give us hope and inspiration for things beyond, you know, beyond this uh, earth and beyond, you know, whatever, whatever people believe in, whether it's a spirit, angel, whatever, <laughs> second mm-hmm. life, uh, reincarnation whatever it might be you know to have some kind of sign or symbolism is always gives us such hope and such peace um so some of the questions that i have for you you know uh, concerning all of this is over the course of time from roland's first stroke until the fourth stroke how much time had passed for him where he had to go through this you know course of um rejuvenation and relearning things each time well, I met him in 2014, and I believe he had his third stroke two years prior to that. Um, I don't, I don't know when he had his first and second stroke. His wife Barbara actually met him after his first two strokes, and he had told me that he was able to recover because they were able to catch the stroke early on, so that he could go back to playing racquetball, playing guitar being a DJ. So those first two strokes did not significantly impact his life. The third one did. And as I said, I think it was perhaps 2012. I'm not sure when he had that third stroke. We met through the computer screen in 2014. And he was as vibrant as anyone you'd ever want to meet. That's and amazing. In fact, um, there's there's a story at the back of this book. Um, I interviewed his wife, so she shares how they met and and their courtship. Um, and that was again when he was able to work. In fact, it was in a way it was fortunate he started to look into doing web design and web web work before that third stroke. So he was able already to use knowledge he had once that third stroke you know disabled him. Um, 
But, I mean, he's the kind of person, you meet him, and the first thing you think is, I love this guy. And we have testimonials from all over that are inside the front the book and a few on the back cover from all walks of life. People, maybe Gina may know some of these people, Teresa de Grobois, who is the founder of Wildfire, and she's a best-selling author of Mass Influence, um, Deborah Poneman, she's a CEO she's of the also the Success. founder of... She's also the founder of the Evolutionary Business Council as well. Evolution, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes, right. That's right. And, um, well, there's many people. But I think what was so wonderful is Roland was always genuine, and he was himself. And many times when I would do interviews, I would still feel you know nervous at the beginning of the interview before I would start. But once he was there on screen, you know, as my wingman, I just felt so relaxed and comfortable because he was so positive. You know, I just picked that energy up. And so I could be natural. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could, if, you know, go ahead with me. Because if you'd like, I'm happy to even share a little excerpt from the book, if you would like. I mean, there's so much. This oh, is a Of course we would theory. love that. Um, before Before you do the excerpt. I'm also curious, you know, if you could be a little bit more specific about yes. his personality so that people have an understanding of, of, like, how he talked and how he spoke in such a way that inspired other people that in person and, like, on the show. So that way when mm-hmm. you read the excerpt, we can really feel his personality come through. That is a, a terrific question, uh, Andrea, and I want to do even more than answer my words. I would like to give all of you a link to hear Roland in person as he's speaking, because I mentioned I did interview him twice. I created yeah. a shortened link. So if you want to just take this down, and I'll say it slowly, this is a link shortener, bit, B as in boy, I-T as in Thomas, dot, L as in Lynn, Y as in young, forward slash. Then it's a capital D as in David, or difference, M as in maker, dash, Roland, with a capital R. So this is case sensitive, capital D, capital M, dash Roland with a capital R. So it's bit.ly forward slash DM dash Roland. And that's the him telling his transformational story. And then there's another link, bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash capital D, capital M, capital S, for Difference Makers Summit dash Roland with a capital R. And in that program, he's sharing his philosophy about life and marketing and how everything everything in life is building relationships. Um, as far as his personality, again, I mean, almost no one knew that he had a stroke when we would do interviews because he never really oh, wow. talked about it. Really, I mean, and he could move his left side, and his picture, his headshot is a little tilted to the left, and he would joke about that because that's he could move his left side, and so it came off that way. But he was very down to earth, very genuine, very honest, uh, very loving and compassionate. He would do work for free for almost everyone, so his wife, you know, was supporting them, but. He realized that what goes around comes around, so he felt like, well, eventually he'll get compensated in some way. Um, He knew how to put people at ease. He knew how to laugh and just have fun, and sometimes he would just break up 
in the middle of a conversation just start laughing. He said that part of that could have been from his stroke. He called it a laugh spasm. But he got people just relaxed and happy. Um, And I can't really think of anyone else like him, you know, when you meet someone like that. But, I mean, he was somebody so special that people just gravitated to him. I mean, how many people would listen for an hour to an hour and a half on a Saturday morning to a show? Well, he had a whole slew of people doing that every Saturday morning. He interviewed people and a panel from around the world who would give their advice. So in those two interviews that I mentioned, you can get to hear him. I also created a crowdfunding site, which is now over, but um, I'm happy to give you that link because there is a video on it, even though it's over, and you can get to see images of Roland as he was younger as well as hear him speak. And that's also under a link shortener of bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash publish this story. And it's published with a capital P, this with a capital T, and story with a capital S. Um, so I hope I give you, you know, gave you some idea. Then I'm also honored that Andrea is doing, has been completing a website, and you can also get a chance to, I think I hear it, Roland interview there at Roland takaoka.com r-o-l-a-n-d-t-a-k-a-o-k-a.com will you, you know, repeat Roland's that one more time yes yeah, so it's Roland it's Roland r-o-l-a-n-d takaoka t-a-k-a-o-k-a kind of rhymes t-a-k-a-o-k-a dot com and Roland said he felt he wasn't the body it didn't matter in one of these interviews, you hear him say this. It doesn't matter whether he's Asian or whether he's disabled or, you know, whatever. It's it's the inside that counts. And that's what touches people. So this book is so inspirational. You don't have to have a stroke or be a, you know, a family member of a stroke survivor to enjoy this book because I feel we're all going through different challenges in our life. And to read how he handled his challenges, and he, he writes in a very conversational, upbeat style, it, it just makes you feel good, and it makes you aware that we all have positive possibilities, whatever we're going through. Well, I've had the pleasure of uh, going through it um, at an earlier phase there, and I, I was honored to write a review, and then um, my business partner for the Keep Smiling movement wrote a review of it as well. Um, he just sounds like such a lovely person. And you really allowed him to stay alive in people's hearts by creating his memoir for him, I mean, as far as publishing it for him and getting, letting people see who he was and, and to experience, you know, his life. So I, I really yeah. am honored that you did that for him. I mean, how cool is that to know uh, that someone would do that for you? It's, it's kind of ironically funny. Um <laughs> Uh, with being a business partner with Ken Rashawn, he has a six-year-old. And uh, about a year ago, uh, maybe maybe two years ago, yeah, it was two years ago, I said, you know, being business partners, if something were ever to happen to you with you having a son, what do you, what would you like for me to do to honor you and to help you keep, mm-hmm. keep you alive in your son's eyes? And he had said, well, it's my goal to publish a book a year for him. 
And I said, mm. well, I uh, well, just I, I said, well, in all our travels and all the work that we do, hopefully, I'll always have plenty of content that I can continue to do that for him, and and if should something ever occur, and and so to meet someone else who actually has done that for someone, even though you didn't mm. give your word to do it, you just chose to do it. I, I just mm-hmm. find that very admirable because I that's just something that's always really resonated with me to be able to do that for other people to help them live on. Thank you, Andre. You know, I, my feeling is if someone is really a part of your heart, then there's no separation. So, Roland, you know, I, I just regret I never thought of taking all this time and effort to do this while I was alive. But Roland is like part of me, you know. And so I would do it for him because he's a part of me. And he also made me realize that we're all a part of each other. So I felt like... I needed to do it, you know. It would be, it would be wrong if I did it because it's he's part of my soul, you know. And when when you read this, maybe you'll feel like, hey, he's part of your soul too, you know. I is this a good time to read a few sentences for your group? Uh, um, just before you do, I just want to remind everyone that you're listening to the Leverages. The Leverage Masters with Gino Gaudio Grace with Divizio and Andrea Adams Miller with the Red Carpet Connection.com. And we're interviewing Lynn Sanders uh, talking about her with Difference Makers Media and her publishing a book for her friend, Roland Takioka. So thank you so much. And go ahead, Lynn. Thank you. Yes. So my, my passion is sharing positive stories. And, and as I was saying, I, I felt I, I needed to publish Roland's story because it's so profound. And, in fact, I have, after this, I'll, whenever, it's, whenever you're ready, I'm going to let your audience know I have two free gifts for everyone listening. So this is um, this part I'm going to read, a few sentences, is from the back of his book under the Transformations or the uh, Epilogue section. Toward the end, and it's uh, page 181, and he says, I pondered that in creating my own reality, in some small way, I was contributing to all this as one of the artists. Maybe in just taking the time to observe and appreciate its beauty, I was adding to the profound motion picture before me, owning a bit of the brushstroke in the masterpiece. He means of the whole world. I then ventured the thought that it was the collective thinking of all people as the extensions of the God universe that helped manifest the entire universe itself. I had to wonder how many other solar systems had planets with life forms looking up into their heavens, contemplating the same theory. After six decades of my life nearly passed, I had discovered who I was. Perhaps it was not entirely my true identity, but it didn't matter. I knew I wasn't supposed to be all that I am right here and right now. I was here to specialize my own particular realm of experience with my own thoughts. Twelve weeks away from home had taught me an important aspect of my life. I knew that whatever my conditions were in my life, those conditions were up to me. And I'll stop right there. Awesome. Well, that's a beautiful sentiment. And then please, uh, now's a great time to share those free gifts. Sure. Well, it has been a journey even publishing this book, even though Roland wrote the the memoir. I I did write the preface, and I put it all together and interviewed his wife for the epilogue and did a resource section. But, you know, I needed to do crowdfunding myself to have the money to pay for the cost 
I hired a, a book cover designer, and we went through a number of revisions to make it just right. And then I, uh, his name was Rob Williams. And then I hired a man from Upwork who went in great detail over the interior and formatted the book. Uh, his name is Clark Kenyon. I also hired a proofreader, even though I had proofread the book, to just do more proofreading. So all those things took a lot of time, but I decided that Roland's spirit was a generous spirit, so I wanted to give everybody a free ebook of this story from today, which is Giving Tuesday, through Friday, and then we're also going to do a free book next Wednesday when Aaron Avila, Roland's former co-host, who is still continuing Stroke TV, is now Stroke TV Foundation with a new co-host, Jerry Wald, uh, I'm going to be interviewed by him. So next Wednesday, it will also be free. So the link is, are you ready? The free ebook of Roland's story, Inspired by the Stroke, by A Stroke, can be found on Amazon. And the link to that Amazon oh, page wait, I'm is... Gonna, I'm going to interrupt you. Instead of sending okay. them to Amazon, send them to rolandtakioka.com. And oh, from there, they right. can on... click the Amazon button. Yeah, send them oh, to the main Oh, thank page. you. Okay, yes. Yeah, so go to rolandtakioka.com. And click on the link for Amazon, and you'll see it says Kindle version zero for today through Friday. One other thing, um, I had mentioned briefly that Roland had met me after I had just published this children's story, and I and it's an amazing true friendship story between a man and a bird and how they dance together because the bird felt she was a person, and birds, these cranes, do mating dances. So they dance together to help the whooping crane, this whooping crane named Tex lay a fertile egg, which ended up happening after six years and helped save the whooping cranes from extinction. So that book is also offered for free today through Friday as an e-book. And that's on Amazon, and the link, the bit.ly link for Amazon is B-I-T dot ly forward slash dancing with a capital d and text that's t-e-x text that the letter t is capitalized so it's bit dot ly forward slash dancing text and that book will also be free uh, for everyone it's a true environmental friendship story perfect for children ages i'd say five to eight or nine years of age but it's great family story too well that is a lot of great things that you have put out there in the world uh so thank you you for on behalf of him and his family and his legacy for doing that i mean that is just so exciting to to think about somebody doing that for someone so i hope after i'm gone someone would do that for me with all the stuff (laughs) i think no i think the key is andrea that we all need to tell our stories while we're here because we can't necessarily rely on someone else doing it for us. I'm a big oh, well, proponent of that, you know, because stories are who we are, and stories make a difference. They can well, influence people. Well, I definitely people. agree to that. As um, owning yeah. a book publishing company, that's certainly important with to me. And then, of course, uh, I'm, I'm speaking for Gina and I. We both love hearing people's stories here on the air, and that's why we provide that opportunity. And uh, you're right, everybody does have a story. And for me, I'm saying there's so many things that I have done, and uh, there's content to keep multiple people busy for a very long time. <laughs> that's great. You could have a series. Andrea Adams, no, part one, two, three, you know. Uh, 
definitely could. Definitely. Um, I'm sure Gina could do that as well with all her business consulting. We should, um, well, you have the university, but there's mm-hmm. so much more than that as well for people to be able to reach and explore. Sure. So, Gina, would you like to jump in now? Because I've been uh, hogging up the time with Slim. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrea. And honestly, Lynn, I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Well, it was something you know I me, felt I'm like a, to do, you know. I'm like the proud mama whenever I see a mentee that's really gone forward and used what they've learned to make a difference in the world. And that's just, thank it you. makes me happy. Thank so what, you so much. What I'm is so in your future grateful. with the book and what you're doing? Thank you. Thank you for asking. It's It's been a very busy time, as you can imagine. Well, actually, one of your other mentees, who you probably uh, know well, Virginia Parsons, you know? Yeah, um, I sure do. Yeah, so, well, she's been working with me recently because Roland did a lot of the technical work that I really don't do, like putting a, a thumbnail image in front of an interview. So when I interview someone, it has a cover, you know, it has a closing so Virginia and I are getting together, and she's been doing some help for me, both with design work as well as some uh, coaching. And I've created just recently an online strategic attract client attraction coaching program, and I have a number of people who are friends and business colleagues who are taking this to learn how to put the law of attraction into action and it was something I learned through another business leader who you may know, a woman named Jan Stringer and her husband, Alan Hickman, who has since passed away of perfect customers. They created a, a certification program. Alan passed strategic... away? You didn't know that. Yeah, I did not. A... They're good friends of mine. Yeah, Jan is, well, yeah, I interviewed both of them, and Roland was our, my wingman on one of my programs. And um, and they, you know, encourage everyone to spread the word about strategic attraction. And um, I'm sorry, I had to. I sorry, I had to tell you the news like that. It's Jan is, you know, reinventing her work, but she's very much supportive of my my program. And I interviewed her and have posted a recent interview that I did with Jan. And I also interviewed both of them. So. Um, so Virginia, you know, is encouraging me to go ahead, and so I went forward, and I have this strategic client attraction program that uses the principles with five specific steps that helps people learn how to attract whatever they want into their life, whether it's clients or funders or partners or whatever. Um, and in addition to that, I I do writing for clients. I help them promote their stories. Um, so I have you know, different clients that I've been doing writing for. Um, and then, you know, I on the side, I, I because you may or may not know this, Gina, but um, which also, I was asking my husband about this. When did this happen? I think this happened after I met Roland. But our son, about three years ago, had a stroke. You don't know if you that. That I am aware of. That was the last time you yeah, and I spoke. All right, yes. Yeah, so that was, and that's... Um, so in, in a desperate search to find healing for him, and he looks fine now, and he's gotten much, much better. But he had, you know, suffered afterwards from short-term memory loss, um, aphasia, that means you forget words to simple things, and loss of periphery vision, 
um, we found a wonderful wellness technology device called the Beamer, B-E-M-E-R, and I became a Oh, it is fantastic. Beamer distributor. Yeah, it's helped him, especially getting up in the morning because you get more energy because what the Beamer does is it increases blood flow, circulation, and waste removal and helps your body heal naturally, holistically. So now our son is enrolled in college and he's taking classes and looking forward towards a master's. So I'm, you know, I've been busy helping him and then using the Beamer as a tool not only for him but all of us to stay healthy where you just lie on the Beamer for eight minutes twice a day and and you feel good. Um, So those are some of the things I've been doing. And uh, the book has been taking a lot of time just because it's almost like a a job in a sense getting it out into the world, you know. But I look forward to helping more people. Yeah. And, um, in fact, just for your listeners, if any of your listeners would like to have a free 30-minute strategy session, you know, they can reach out to me um, at lynn, lynn at com and, at, you know, request when I can send them to my online calendar because I, I really feel strongly that in our world there's so much negative news, and, of course, we have to be aware of what's going on, but we've got to give ourselves a little space of peace and just focus as much as we can on what we can do in a positive way so that just like you're making a delicious food or a soup, you want to put in a variety of good ingredients, not just spice that's hot, you know. So that's why um, I'd be happy to help those who have a story that makes a difference and want to learn how to get it out into the world, whether it's, you know, in a book or an article or publicity or, you know, video, whatever. Oh, thank you so much for that, Lynn. Please send my love to Jan and let her know if I can ever do anything at all to help support her and her new journey on her own. Just reach out and make sure she's got my contact info. It hasn't changed at all. Okay. I will tell her. I bet she would love to, you know, reconnect, you know. Well, thank you for that. My pleasure. So, um... I, you know, whatever you would like to ask. I mean, I just think everyone, everyone should really give themselves time just to be quiet. You know, that's my feeling. You have whether it's with nature or meditate, um, have time just to pamper themselves in some way. Because it seems lately to me that everything has been such um, a whirlwind around us that it's important to take time just to just to be, you know, breathe deeply. Um, So anyways, and that's why I just connected deeply with Roland because he was that sort of person. But um, I just think we all all can benefit from connections, you know, keeping our connections strong. In fact, I was honored one other thing. I I love doing speaking, too. I don't know if you know that. I I have been doing some speaking engagements around my children's book. And I recently, just as a personal note for all of you, I recently reconnected, and I felt it was like a gift from the the other side. I connected and found a cousin of mine who had been a Holocaust survivor who I'd always wanted to meet, but I didn't know her last name. And I went to see her last May, and it was just so impressive it was so inspiring for me to meet her that um i told my rabbi about her i'll just tell you her first name was sophie and my rabbi asked me to share my story about her 
I was asked to speak at our Jewish high holiday services, and I did. I was, it had to be eight minutes, you know, no longer. And after that talk, many people came up, and they were, you know, very um, touched. But I think the essence of what I want to say then is still the essence right now, is that it's really important to just be loving to others. And if you can, just keep connected with people because you never know how one person can make a huge difference in your life. And to Sophie, who was oh, actually so true. Banned, so true. Yeah, I mean, because Sophie's whole family was, you know, in Europe. She was in Poland, was killed in the Holocaust, and she had some family here in the U.S. And unfortunately, it's on my grandfather's side, they kind of dropped her. And she hadn't heard from anyone in our family for about 60 years. And so here I come calling her saying I'm the daughter of her first cousin, and she was shocked, you know. Um, but it just made me aware that each of you, listening, you all make a difference. Even if you say hello to somebody, you know, maybe a stranger, you, you could have saved their life without knowing it because they may have wanted just one person to smile at them. It's, I mean, it sounds funny, but I read a story about this man who was the only man who survived jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, and he said he wasn't sure he was going to jump, and he, he thought if somebody would at least smile at him or say hello, he wouldn't do it. But no one did. And then as he was falling, oh he prayed to God to please, yeah, to please let him live so he could spread a story of, you know, of believing in yourself and being positive. And, and he did live. Wow. So I guess that's, that's amazing. My t- yeah. I, mean, my I never heard the end to- of that story. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I knew that there was a guy that had committed suicide, but I didn't know it was an attempt. Um, so I've always heard the beginning of that story, and we've talked about it a lot with the Keep Smiling movement. But I, I always just thought it was a guy who must have assumed that no one smiled at him because he had left a note, not realizing that he actually lived and then talked about that. And the funny thing is, is you know, you <laughs> never know. Somebody might have actually smiled, but if he, unless you're looking for it, yeah. you also don't yeah. see it. So, you know, it's kind of because if, you know, uh, you know, like because when people are depressed and if they're, um, you know, walking towards someone, you know, so I wonder, so it's, it's very possible that no one smiled at him, uh, but it's also possible that he was in such a despondent way that people were uncomfortable or afraid to smile at him, which um, puts a weight on everyone. So part of having someone smile at you is to smile at others, taking responsibility for smiling at others. And for the other mm-hmm. part is for other people that even when somebody looks sad or mad or icky ooh, is to smile at them. And if they can't smile, we've had people who've had um, severe brain injuries and other strokes mm-hmm. and so forth say that they wanted so bad to smile. They're trying to make, they said, I re- the one woman, I was trying to make my eyes twinkle so people would see I was smiling at them even though my face wouldn't cooperate. And they would just wow. look at me and then look away uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, please just smile at me. You know, and um, um, the, her story just, oh, brought me to tears because I can't imagine how difficult that would wow. be. <laughs> wow. That's cool because, oh, you know, there's, there's energy. Story. Yeah. I was going to say, because we all radiate an energy. That's what our auras, you know, energy is around us. And smiling gives out this positive energy that people can pick up on a subtle level. And so that that is so powerful what you say. I, I would imagine if someone 
is even trying to smile, that maybe someone would feel something good if you're open to it. You have to be open, you know. Yeah, you yeah. definitely have to be open as well. <laughs> yeah. And so there's but, a, a lot of responsibility on everyone, you know, to um, feel love, you know, exist, you know, feel important, you know, all of the above. So it's pretty exciting. Sorry, you know, there's, guys, there's, about a, there's the dog. a great, actually, um, I was just referred to a, a book I'm reading now called, I think it's, uh, There's No Greatness Without Goodness. I don't, Gina, have you heard of that book? By Randy Lewis. He's he's uh, with Walgreens, and he his son I had have autism. heard of it. It's supposed to be a really good book, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's great. It's it's all about stepping into someone else's shoes. And um, this is a head, you know, executive at Walgreens whose son had autism, and he realized that they people who have disabilities need to be able to support themselves too and not just be dependent on others. And so he made it an initiative, a mission at Walgreens to hire people who are disabled and give them the same pay as able-bodied people and give them opportunities. And he's done that. And I, I, nice. think, I think there are other companies now following suit. Um, so it's about seeing the whole person, you know. And that's what we all can do. And I think that's what this book is also about, is to inspire us all, that we we all go through challenges, but what we end up with is what? how do we choose to live our life, you know? You know, you go through a lot of, you both, you know, we all do, you know, go through things. Um, well, being disabled anyway. myself, as you know, yeah. it really is a choice. You get to choose. It's not, yeah. you know... So many people who are disabled and are bitter about it don't realize mm-hmm. that they get to have a choice as to how they live their life. Are they exactly. going to live it smiling every day or are they going to live it frowning every day? And it's exactly. it's not hard to do. You just have to consciously choose it. Right, right. I think Ellie wasn't Ellie Wiesel who wrote something to that effect about how they can take everything away, but they can't take away my thoughts, you know, my, my decision, how I'm going to think, um, you know. But this is all. So hopefully, all the people I would think who are attracted to this program are of like-mindedness because that's the law of attraction: like attracts like. And then if they could, if everyone could spread on that message, you know, of choosing our thoughts and we can choose to expand in joy and get Roland's story and for free and Amazon you can get inspired and share it with others um, I think of earth as like a school you know that we're here for a reason and so while we're here we do the best we can to make a difference hopefully we can make a positive difference you know <laughs> well that that would be well, a plan at least for me <laughs> I've already gone. I've already gone to com and downloaded the book from Amazon myself. So. Oh, terrific! I'm so glad. I can't wait. Please let me know. And and if you wouldn't mind, and everyone, if you wouldn't mind writing a positive review on Amazon app, if you feel inclined to do so, I would really appreciate that. We want to draw attention Absolutely. to this book. That would be so great. Of course, thank you for sharing. You know, when people read uh, read any book, you know, write write a review, um, an honest one, because that's what helps spread additional love and support. And if you have a comment of, 
um, you know, of giving, you know, like, hey, a positive idea or something that you would have liked to have known that you didn't see, put it on there so that people know what you're looking for and what you, you know, what you're engaging in. That's part of, I think, part of our responsibility in being in the world is giving feedback so that people know what it is that they want, they need, and what they enjoyed and what served them so that they can take that information and actually use it to continue to expand their mission and to um, massage it to make it even better. So I love that. When That's people a good point. Get that. Yeah. You know, one other then, thing. Um, go ahead. Go ahead, Liz. Yeah. I was going to say one other thing I, for, I totally forgot to mention is sometimes I'm so busy promoting other people I forget to mention, but this is a, a free, another free gift for everyone. I created a story strategy guide on my website. So if you'd like to hear some of my tips or, you know, get them in writing, if you go to differencemakersmedia.com, you can opt in for a free story strategy guide as well. I did want to share that with you. And there is a section on programs. You can hear other shows that we've done. Well, that's certainly helpful. Everybody loves to have information to help them, you know, well, not everybody, but most people that uh, Gina and I and you hang around with love to have additional information to help them with their world. And I wanted to repeat for everybody that we've been talking, you know, about Roland's story. And again, to get that for free right now on Kindle, and if you're listening to this on a replay and it's after that, for you to be able to get your copy of it and to be able to donate for um, towards Stroke TV's foundation, so that you can um, provide a book for someone else or provide other funding for Stroke TV to assist with people for the information and services that they provide through their foundation, um, you can go to www.roland, R-O-L-A-N-D, Takaoka, T-A-K-A-O-K-A. So that's Takaoka.com. Dot com. Right, dot com. Yep. Yeah, thank you. So, yes, it's Stroke TV Foundation is helping. It it's actually has over 3,000 followers. They've done over 300 programs with, I don't know how many, I think at least 23,000 comments of engagement, people all over the world. And their focus is to help stroke survivors gain support by letting them share their stories online. And so they are now a 501c3 nonprofit. It's strokeTV.org. If you want to watch any of their programs or subscribe to their channel. You know, it's really well, interesting. I'm going to put a quick plug in. I'm going to mm-hmm. put a quick plug in for an upcoming show that we're going to have with one of my good friends, Eric Bechtold. Eric has just launched a brand new platform that is a very unique crowdfunding platform. And mm. it actually makes it easier to get donations for things that you're looking for, whether it's for a business, whether it's to help with medical bills or something else. And it does it in a very, very unique way. In fact, it's so unique that he was actually able to file for a patent on it. It's still patent pending, but he's moving that forward very quickly. I have oh, a crowdfunding page up on the site right now. If you go to followfunding.com forward slash Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O, followfunding.com forward slash Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O. Andrea, when is Eric going to be joining us on the show? 
he's going to be on next week. Um, we had already had um, plans for Roland today, and so I'd actually told Lynn I would be sending her information and links um, so that they can follow through. And then we have one for Keep Smiling as well. And so for those of you who um, are hearing about this, how this works is it's a disbursement that um, it's really a cool uh, platform because when you donate, um, you are donate not only to that one source, but then it gives like a spider webbing of love to some other sources as well. So that way there's a, oh, just a lovely spread of how that money is donated and shared. And Eric, who owns the company, uh, they are how they get paid is through a yearly annual fee for those of you who want to have um, a dreamscape of your own or a dream where, you know, you need funded, whether you're an individual, a business, or a nonprofit. Uh, uh, we were at the Keep Smiling Movement was actually the first nonprofit, and we're actually waiting for ours to clear, so I don't have my official link yet. Um, he was hoping it would be um, through for this morning so we could announce it. And um, But we are attached to Divizio, and so through Divizio, when people donate to the Keep Smiling Movement, Actually, part of the funds goes to Divizio and goes to who Divizio helped and so forth like that. Yep. So it helps share out that love, and so it's really awesome. And, again, the only way that Eric and them get any funding for their for what they're doing is through a $50 annual fee, and that's if you have a dream. I mean, it's such a nominal it. amount. They don't yeah, take any percentage at all of any of the donations that are made. That's how much he really wants to help the world. Yeah, and that's what's uh, most instrumental in this in hearing about this. And uh, the other piece then is that you know it's it's for whatever you're passionate about and whatever is important to you. So uh, again, you know whether you're an individual raising something, you're a business, you're a for-profit or a non-profit, an organization or somebody who wants to start one, you know that's the way to do it. So that'll be on our program next week. So we'll have the whole hour with Eric talking about that and how to go through it and how to create your videos for it and everything. It's a really simple process and um, you can usually set it up within, for most people, it's within hours. Uh, for me, because we were the first nonprofit, we had to jump through some extra hoops just to make sure that everything was set up so that right. every nonprofit after us can walk in without any issues. So pretty exciting. And the reason I even brought it up is, Lynn, I had heard you mention earlier that you had set up a crowdfunding campaign for Roland. Right. Perhaps right. this might be something that you could use to help keep the book out there and keep you getting funds in to do the marketing for the book. That would be, that yeah, would be terrific, right. Because our initial yeah, that's funds what I had shared with her because... You know, even yeah. just keeping a website up, you know, we have monthly maintenance fees and so forth for those kinds of things. And then for other people to receive the book so they don't have to pay for it, especially people who already had a, you know, been had a stroke and, you know, a situation. And to remind people that, you know, a lot of times when we think about strokes, we think about people and they're, you know, middle-aged and older, you know, usually think about people who are seniors or elderly, and, and that's not the case. Um, you know, my daughter had a stroke uh, five years ago, Well, and you, your son had a stroke as well, Lynn, and um, right. um, luckily Destiny recovered 100%, and it, 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 and it was a fluky thing after she had had a, hor a horrible, tragic horse accident. And 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 it, well, like a month later, after she was healing, she here she had this crazy stroke, which left 
her partially paralyzed on part of her face for a couple hours. And then after a day, it, it all came back. And so we were very fortunate. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and those crazy things can happen to people out of all ages and can be detrimental. And so we want to remind people that, you know, this book can be read for people of all ages. That If, if you're right. old enough to read a book, then you're old enough to read it. And because Roland is funny and inspirational and interesting, you know, even teenagers could find um, uh, humor and solace in reading it. Sure. And we are out of time, ladies. Thank you. Again, go get the book today while it's still free if you're listening to this relatively soon. It's at rolandtakaoka.com, T-A-K-A-O-K-A dot com. And we will Thank be back so next week, same time, same place, with Eric Bechtold from Fallow Funding. Lynn, it was so great to reconnect with you. Don't be a stranger. You know, we still meet for DU Bachelor's Calls once a month on the first Tuesday of the month at 2 o'clock. So you're welcome oh, to I join us, tell Virginia and Thank other you. bachelors as well. All right. Thank you so much. It's great Hi, and thanks, here. Andrea, for getting this all put together for us. We'll see you all next yeah, no week. Problem. Uh, See you later. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.